Welcome back to the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. I'm Carl Brown. My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or so that you can share consolation with others. Today's episode is about fasting and how is fasting related to the seven sorrows? How does that relate to consolation? And the answer is because through fasting, we gain self-knowledge. And in a certain sense, we're offsetting other types of suffering. You might say, Carl, fasting sounds crazy. And all I'm asking is that you try it. Try it just, just for 24 hours. Just give it a try. This podcast episode is sponsored by Our Lady of Cabejo. Kibeho, Rwanda was the site of the most recent major church-approved apparition of our Blessed Mother, where Mary warned us about the genocide in Rwanda 10 years before it happened, and she confirmed that prediction through the death and resurrection of three of the visionaries in Rwanda. And she gave us a warning. She gave us a warning for the whole world. So what will you do now? Will you pray the rosary every day, as she asked, or will you one day regret not having done enough to prevent what she warned us about. As a side note, the first seven episodes of this podcast are full recitations of the Seven Sars Rosary. So there are seven full recitations with different intentions and reflections. Let's pray to the Holy Spirit just for guidance here. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Lord, you send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Lord, help me to say whatever you want me to say, and forget whatever it is you don't want me to say. Amen. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us. Fasting. One of the things we can add to our seven sorrows rosary is fasting. And here are four benefits from fasting. When I, benefit, when I fast, number one, I find myself thinking about other people more because I'm, I'm not thinking so much about what meal I'm going to have or how I'm going to take care of my hunger next. I find myself thinking about other people more. Number two, I get better at being able to control myself. Rather than becoming impatient, I stop myself and say, wait a second, am I impatient because I'm fasting? Because that's something I did to myself. So why should I become impatient with someone else? So it's a, it's a good way for me just to keep in check. Number three, because the fast is self-imposed, I turn to hunger as a reminder to pray. In other words, when when the hunger pang strikes, I use that to remind myself to pray. When I think about the fact that I haven't eaten, I just use that as as a reminder to pray. Number four, I have more energy than when I overeat. For example, I was at a meeting at work and all I could think about was eating a cheeseburger. Since I'm naturally extroverted, Normally, everyone would know what I was thinking. But because I was fasting, I had to make a concerted effort not to think about myself. 
So I turn the conversation over to others. Imagine that if any evil spirit is trying to tempt you to just have one bite, when you say no, he must become discouraged. After all, James says, in the book of James, it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. If I can get him to leave me alone because I won't have a pepperoni stick, then he'll not try to tempt me to do anything worse. And why should we fast? Okay, I've given you four of the benefits. Why should we fast? And here are two reasons why I think you should consider fasting. Number one, Jesus focuses on three things we should do when he gives a Sermon on the Mount. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. For each of these three things, he doesn't say, if you fast. He says, when you fast. He doesn't say, if you pray. He says, when you pray. He doesn't say, if you give alms. He says, when you give alms. So why should we fast? Number one, because Jesus is expecting that we will. The second reason we should fast, and the second reason I'm inviting you to consider fasting, is that if we want to live a balanced life, we should allow for times of feasting, but we should also demand of ourselves that there are times to fast. Okay, so those are two reasons why I think you should fast, but, and, I've, and I've given four of the benefits of, of fasting, but really, let me just share something else with you quickly, because this was a, a huge eye-opener for me, and I think it was in 2019. Okay, I have segmented my life into seven categories. I use this as a filing uh, uh, approach with notes or anything like that. I have seven categories that I file things into. Notes, pictures, anything like that. And those seven categories are also in proper sequence. And it's, I made this list of seven things before I wrote the book, something you can count on, but you can see that I was thinking about the number seven a lot at the time. And here are the seven categories. Number one, faith. Number two, family. Number three, fitness. Number four, finances. Number five is focus. And what I mean by that is is the way through which you're earning income in order to, to do the other things. Number six is formation, which is not just prayer. It's not just faith, but it's going deeper in your faith. It's, it's both providing formation for others and working on formation for yourself. And number seven is fun. And yes, all seven of these start with the letter F. Once again, it's faith, family, fitness, finances, focus, formation, and fun. And the reason I made this list is to keep a proper balance of things in my life. So at any moment I can say, here's a choice between two things. Which of these should I do, or which of these should I not do? Which has priority over the others? And I use this list to make that determination. Because if faith is number one, 
I shouldn't sacrifice my faith for number two, which is my family. And if family is number two and fitness is number three, I shouldn't sacrifice my family for my fitness. And if fitness is number three and finances are number four, I shouldn't sacrifice my fitness for my finances. And I mean by that like financial stability. And if finances are number four and focus is number five, and, and by focus I'm talking about a career or, or work, I shouldn't sacrifice my finances for my focus. If focus is number five, I shouldn't sacrifice the focus for formation. So if you do ministerial work, if you do apostolic work, that falls under number six, formation. And you shouldn't sacrifice the way that you're earning a living, number five, focus, in order to do number six. Because if you, if you get these things out of order, you'll go broke or you will reach a breaking point. Number seven is fun. So I shouldn't sacrifice anything else for fun. Let's keep fun in the proper perspective. So you might ask yourself, Carl, why did you just go through this list of seven areas of your life? And the reason is because I want to tie it back to fasting. And it's not just because fasting starts with the letter F also. But I have shared with you here, I've shared four four benefits from fasting and two of the reasons we should fast. But I want to walk through this list of seven things with you and you'll see that there are benefits in, in each of these categories from fasting. Number one, faith. Through fasting, my faith gets deeper. Number two, my family. By fasting, I grow in patience and that benefits my family. Number three, fitness. By fasting, I'm not putting as much junk in my body and I'm not overloading my body as often. That's better for my, for my physical fitness. Number four, finances. When I'm fasting, I'm not spending money on food. It frees that up for me to use that money in some other way. Number five, focus. When I'm fasting, I'm much clearer thinking in my work. I'm much more energetic in my work. My work improves when I fast. Number six, formation. Similarly, like formation, that you know also includes running a ministry, running an apostolate. And because your focus is clearer when you're fasting, then that area of your, of your life, formation also becomes clearer. And number seven, fun. Because of fasting, I, I'm better able to experience fun when the fasting is done. And that is the truth right there. So I have just walked through with you four, four benefits of fasting, two of the reasons you should fast, and then kind of in an impromptu way, I went through the seven areas of life and shared what the benefit is in each of those areas. So now the invitation for you is to fast. So how will you do that? You can fast for one meal. You can fast for 12 hours. You could fast with two small meals and one big meal. Think about this. If you finish dinner at 6.30, 7 o'clock, 
and then you go to you don't eat anything else and you go to bed and then you wake up at five or six or seven you have already fasted for almost 12 hours so then if you can hold out till lunch then you fasted for 18 hours and I mean fasting on water maybe coffee just a just a um, a diet of, of liquids but not liquids that have calories in them so you can do it you can you can you already fast 10 hours every day you can easily get to 16 or 18 hours and it's not hard to get to 24 and one of the things that's a reality about fasting is that when we're when our last meal has been exhausted our stomach reminds us that it's time to eat by grumbling. And here's a little known fact. Once your stomach grumbles once, that's it. It doesn't grumble again. So if you fast for three days or four days, you don't. your stomach isn't growling every meal. It's just once and then it's done. I have fasted for two or three days at a time and I wake up and I have to remind myself that I am fasting because it, I forget because the hunger pains go away. So that is me just sharing a way that you can get started with fasting. There's a lot of benefits to fasting. I really encourage you to, to push yourself, go out of your comfort zone in fasting. And thank you for joining me in this podcast. My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or that you can share consolation with others. So I would invite you to share this podcast episode with someone who you think needs to hear it. I'm Carl Brown. This is the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. Everybody suffers, so how can I pray for you? You can email me your prayer requests at carl at EverybodySuffers.com. Thanks. Have a great day. Our Lady of Kibeho, pray for us. Our Lady of Sorrows. Pray for us.